What's up everybody and welcome back to Roll for Damage, the actual play 5th edition D&D podcast where we follow four adventures around the land of Otoon and uh, I'm Austin, I'm the DM and we are joined by Jojo. Hey, how's it going? I'm Jojo, I play uh, Alejandro Ramirez. Uh, he is the... Uh, Drinking, charismatic man that comes around with the party and, uh, you know, likes to join into fights a little bit later after being a little too drunk. And I'm uh, also here next to me is Reese. Not next to me, but <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? This is Reese. Uh, I'm playing Zazul the Wanti in this campaign. Uh, Thanks <laughs> out there, uh, and we got Mike here too. Hey guys, it's your boy Boot. Just your friendly neighborhood goblin, I guess. Um, then we're also here with. Oh wait, do we? Already? No, there's Corey. Corey, sorry. We're also here with Corey. Me, Ugra. Me am fight man. Austin friend. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm Ugras's best friend. Hopefully, I think. Question mark. Last hey, time... Ugras be talking about this Austin guy. <laughs> I don't even know him, but he says he's a good friend. You hear a voice <laughs> in the back? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, last time we joined our adventures, they were talking to some bug people. And they completed that quest, turned it in, met some characters around the swamp village, uh, had some dinner, decided they wanted to be adventurers, and they headed off. And as they rode through the swamp, they fought a few uh, sprites, pixie sprite things. I won't say pixies because they weren't actual pixies, but wisps, some wisps, some moats. These are all words, of course. And they prevailed through some weird uh, things happening. And rode on through the night. And that's where we will pick back up. As you guys ride through the night through the swamp. And you come out of the swamp the next day. It takes a little bit of riding, but you come out of the swamp the next day. And it's pretty hot. You know, you're still in the south, and it's like late spring, early summer, about exactly the time this is coming out. And a little humid still, since you're close to the swamp, but you come out of the swamp, and you can look around a little bit. And, uh, you see that it turns into, like, plains out here, almost. Between here and the mountains, there's, like, a little bit of plains. Uh, you guys see on the horizon... There's the uh, village of Keld. You guys have all probably been here since you've been around here. Uh, you guys have probably been to a lot of these uh, places, I'm guessing. Uh, that's up to you, I guess. I don't care. I definitely um, haven't. Yeah, you've been, uh, Reese, you've been to Keld. You know that, uh, you guys know that to get north to Becton, you have to go through the mountains. And there's a pass in the mountains called Squall's End. 
and it is like a think of think of like a Lord of the Rings Black Gate style. It's like the only way to get safely through the mountains, and they have built like a small city around it to capitalize on people trying to get in and out of the mountains. Uh, Reese, you also know Keld is like a stop-off point for people making caravans to go to Squall's End so they can all go through it once and be safe and all that. And it's also a place where you can pick up some jobs to smuggle things through Squall's End. So, uh, if, you, if you guys would like to know anything else about Keld, just uh, go ahead and ask. Feel free. Other than that, you guys would ride throughout the day and come to Keld like early afternoon unless anyone wants to do or say anything rolling up to Keld of course Keld have crab? yeah Keld will have crab yeah yum yum uh, I'm gonna roll a deception I don't think I have to but I'm just convincing Ugras that I don't have any more Ollie juice for now because he keeps asking for it okay Yeah, I'm sure 20 beats his passive inside of, like, 6 or 7, something like that. <laughs> He's I mean, actually a little more wise. It's a wise, or wisdom, well, isn't it? Insight, yeah. Yeah, I only have plus 2, though. 14. He's out of volley juice. No more volley juice? Hey, I'll get more when we get to the city. Oh, man. Hurry up. Go to Kelt. I make the horses run a little bit faster when he says that. Yeah, the horses like, like you. We, we, we establish the horses. They give you a little side eye when you try to mush them, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys roll up on Keld, and it's kind of a... It's not a nice city. Uh, it has one big building, like, in the middle of town that is, uh, like, an inn-slash-meeting-spot-slash-stables slash casino and you know that the guy who runs it is a human named jace and just like the other places uh, how they have a mayor and stuff this guy is basically just the gang leader of keld and like he runs all the smuggling he runs all the casino stuff and i mean not not a bad gang leader guy he's not like killing people openly unless you like trick him in the casinos and the guards of keld are like his henchmen but yeah, there's one nice building and then everything else is kind of made out of swamp trees and hay root, thatched roofs and it's still a little, little puddles every now and then. You're not quite out of the swamp. You're just kind of on the edge of it. Uh, you guys roll into town about four or five o'clock. The sun's just about to go down. I love me a flammable city. So, uh, what do you guys? What would you guys like to do in Keld? They said there's like one building that's the big inn. Yep. And it's kind of like almost everything, even. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like where he headquarters his stuff. He like stays at the top. It's like this, like, resort in a way. It's like a, it's got like spires on it, and the lower level is like a canopy. It looks like a really nice hotel, but it's made of like wood. And How many days cool. away are we from uh, Beckton? Uh, you guys would guess like 
like a week or so travel away from Becton. Yeah. We go get crab. Crab at big building. I'll just look back at Ugras and I'll be like, Yes, Ugras. They will have everything we need. I want Ollie juice. So you guys head to the, the big building? Yeah. We're, uh, as we're pulling up, I'm just going to be like, follow my lead and don't do anything stupid. Hey, I wouldn't even dream of it, amigo. I know this guy. He's uh, not one of the finest. Yeah, Zazul and Alejandro have probably dealt with this guy in one way or another. Like, you guys might not have talked to him face-to-face, -face, but you may not, like, know some people around here. Like yeah, I feel like stuff. I feel like for me it was family business. Yeah, that could be. Like, my godmother basically would have meetings with him and his men, and I was, like, one of her, not right-hand men, but I was just, you know, always beside, I was, like, the apprentice to her right-hand man. Yeah. I gotcha. So, As uh, we start to slow down, I just jump out and walk up to the building and walk in. It's it's not even come to a stop. So, it may even be as he's telling us to not do anything stupid. Okay. Uh, you walk in. As you guys pull up the cart, uh, the guy's outside like lighting torches. There's like a canopy just like outside of a hotel. And uh, there's a very young human man there. He's got, like, red hair and, like, bifocal, really steampunk glasses and a little vest on. And he's like, oh, hey, Zazul. Uh, just want me to park him in your regular spot? Yes. And don't put a scratch. And I'll, uh, I'll give the kid a tip, though. Okay. Because he remembered my name. I'll give him a gold. Yes, sir. I thank you, sir. And he like valets, goes and valets your horses to the stables. So, uh, you guys can walk in the doors, and it's like a bunch of card tables. Uh, there's like darts that you can bet on. There's like a uh, prize fighting, but it's like actual just fighting, like bare knuckle boxing ring in the back. And you guys just see all this. There's plenty of guards, kind of just. Uh, stand in just watching making sure there's a big huge bar when you walk in on your left there's a huge bar that runs like the length and it's got like four or five bartenders and a bunch of people sitting there and uh zazul make me a perception check yeah it, it looks like a business, business as normal around here so yeah you guys are kind of just hanging out in the casino there's a there's a bunch of like booths to the right side when you walk in and you guys can see that there is like some uh you guys would know some business being uh had over there like just people talking basically did ugras wait for us after he came inside or is he just like already out walking around or what he just came in and he sat down at a table Preferably an empty table, but if he couldn't really find an empty table, he would just walk and sit down at 
<laughs> a random ass table. I like to think that he would just like ask every person who walks by for crab. Uh, Ugras, go ahead and make me perception. See if you can find an empty table. All right. Let's see what we got here. Twenty-one. Yeah, you can find an empty table. You find an empty booth. Uh, Ugras, he he went and sat down and then loudly smacked his hand on the table. Okay, so you guys walk in and you hear like a couple hands beating on a table. You look over Ugras's a few tables down, <laughs> squeezed into a little booth. Patiently, in quotations. Yeah, you hear his, his waiting. fingers rapping on the table really heavily. Uh, you guys see a sign also on the far end that says, uh, there's a buffet downstairs, all you can eat. I'll point to that. I'll, like, nudge, like, Alejandro, and I'll point to that sign. And then I'll just be like, maybe take him down there, and I'll get a room. Yeah, it doesn't sound like too bad of an idea. I think that he needs to be in a, a place where he can be distracted, especially here. And I'll kind of just walk on over. Uh... I just have to remind everybody that I do stick out in here if the guy knows me. I have my big hat on and I have a duster. Yeah. <laughs> it's sweet duster, though. Yep. Very sweet decorated <laughs> duster. Just a cool-ass duster. It is I, puss, and boots. <laughs> it's just so funny whenever Austin just was like, you're making TF, aren't you? And I was like, am I? I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you got uh boot what are you doing in here i guess i'm just hanging out with oog Ugras. so you three are gonna go go downstairs for the buffet sounds hey, like a good plan i'm getting me ollie juice uh i got food over here for you too amigo oh <gasps> juice i'm like pointing at the stairs and i'm like heading down with just my hands in the pockets of my dusters. Um, Ugras, so U Ugras is a full orc. Um, he stands uh, about probably just under six and a half feet tall. Um, and he is really, really ugly. Um, <laughs> poor guy. He he has like scars, like part of his nostrils, like cut. Uh, just scars all over his face, and he's just not pretty to begin with. You know, got like a, a piggish face. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sounds like a beautiful orc. Yeah, his uh, his parents didn't do him any favors. Hey, they died for him. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I guess they did. <laughs> you, you I'm do sorry. See, you, him. you do see Ugras. You don't really stand out here. There are like. There's, like, every race. You see, like, hobgoblins and, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Those, the ones with the long arms. Uh, bugbears. Bugbears. You see bugbears and regular goblins and, like, humans and elves and dwarves and all sorts of brigands and all that. And then you see, like, there are, like, normal people just kind of having dinner and, like. Are, are any of them eating crab? Uh, do you go down, you go downstairs with Ollie and. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah he, he, he thought there was alley juice. You go down if you guys go downstairs. You uh, there's a guy standing at a little podium, and he's like, "Oh, you're here for the buffet. Uh, it's uh, one gold a piece, uh, but it's all you can eat. So uh, you just have at it, really." It's the cheapest goddamn buffet I've ever seen. I put down five gold for our party. <laughs> okay, he takes five gold and just uh, lets you guys through, and uh, you all see this really nice buffet. There's a salad bar, and there's crab and steak and big chicken legs and turkey legs and so like time stops <laughs> and everything goes dark around ugras and then it zooms out and there's just like you start hearing like holy like ethereal <laughs> chanting music yeah and you see like this this uh, giant set of tables just covered in food and ugras like it, it goes back to him and he has like big pining eyes like the big anime eyes like puppy dog and he's just drooling he's drooling all over the place right now I, I, I kind of nudge boot and I'm like yeah I think I should have told him that there's a line to get your food sometimes he'll <laughs> leave some for us yeah he just walks up and grabs a plate and starts grabbing his food. Everyone, you see, like, you nudge past some human guy and he, like, turns around to look at you and he's like, Hey, yeah! And he, like, turns back around after he sees what, who nudged him. I grab, like, a, a, a lamb leg or a turkey leg, you know, and I'm, I'm standing there and I'm getting really frustrated because everyone's standing and, like, moving very slowly. And so, like, I step out of line and walk over to the next thing I want and, and just grab a handful of it. So, As, uh, yeah, they all, they all do the same thing. Like, you know, they're like, ah, uh, uh. like, you see a couple people, like, shelter. They have, like, a couple kids with them. They're like, push them in and, like, shelter <laughs> So I barely just, even see the people. Yeah, I only see the food. <laughs> be, being agile, I want to get up, like, I want to be, like, see my cue, and uh, I'm just going to grab Boot and kind of drag him behind me, but I'm going to move fast and stay right behind Ugros. Yep. Or Ugras. Yep. And uh, I'm going to grab two plates and just hold them, like, on my hands spread. Yep. And then I'm going to, like... Let go of boot and, you know, get him to the momentum so he's, like, following me. Yep. And then I'm going to start loading up a plate for me and a plate for boot. And I'm just going to stay, like, as close behind uh, Ugras as I can, just going past people, just skimming by. And then boot, he's just probably running, like, along the under edge of the Yeah, you table. see, like, every time someone, like, gets bumped by Ugras, they, like, turn away from the, uh, like, buffet. And Alejandro's, like, sleight of hand is so good that he's just, like, picking stuff off people's plates and, like, tossing it over to the other hand and, like... Just quickly, like, sneaking past people and then grabbing stuff out of the bar, oh. out of the buffet and all that. Actually, you just try that. You, you just rolled slightly. <laughs> you got a nat one. Uh, I'm carrying, like, three plates of food. Yeah, you try that and you just knock, like, someone's plate over and you're just like, oh. And they like, oh, my God. Like, but you're already, like, walked past. They turn around and they're like, oh, God dang it. <laughs> But yeah, you guys could have the uh, dinner of a lifetime. I'm sure that's probably the best you, some couple of you have eaten probably ever. Alejandro's probably probably uh, had some buffets in his time. Yeah, I just seen this as my opportunity to uh, grab some, grab some grub for a bit. Yep. 
So I'm like packing it up into little little uh, rolls and stuff and putting it in my pouch. So, uh, we'll cut back to, uh, Zazul upstairs. Uh, Zazul, there's, like, a big grand staircase that goes up to, like, the inn portion. And at the bottom of it is, like, a round, like, semi-circle desk, uh, where there are some, uh, nice ladies and men that are just kind of hanging out. And then, like, someone behind the desk as well. And, uh, the person behind the desk, uh... It's like some, it's like an elf lady, and she sees you walking up. She's like, oh, hello, sir. Uh, how's it going today? Uh, well, I require uh, one room for four people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We can do that. Uh, one room, four beds. Uh, that'll run you uh, three gold for the night. Just one night? Hopefully. Yep, uh, three gold for the night. We'll put you up in uh, 10, 107. Thank you. I'll just put down the three gold and take the key. Okay. Uh, as you're, like, uh, putting down the gold, and she's, like, writing down your name and stuff, and... Uh, you feel like this guy, uh, you, like two hands grab your shoulders and uh, just kind of jostle you a little bit and you turn around and uh, there's a human guy standing there and he's like, oh, Zazul, you old bastard, how you been? And uh, you would recognize this as another smuggler uh, by the name of San Holo and he has his <laughs> dog folk friend next to him it's like one of those really fluffy mop dogs and the dog folk person is like got a crossbow and he just goes what's the what's his name the dog folk person yeah uh louie buchaka (laughs) (laughs) yeah buoy for short he's like how you been man i haven't seen you in a while you've been out doing the uh Doing the whole adventure thing. Uh, yes. Uh, I can't say it's not different. I'm not used to dealing with so many problems. Yeah, you, uh... You, uh, never were one for solving other people's problems. You, uh, usually get into problems yourself, though. How, uh, you, uh, looking for work? You trying to pick up some job or something? Uh, perhaps. I'm headed to Beckton. Oh, all the way up to Beckton, huh? I, uh, I might not have something for Beckton, but I might have something for somewhere along the way, if you'd be willing. Uh, sure. But it's got to be something, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, like, not hidden, I guess, I guess obviously it's smuggling, but, like, not super, because there's, there's four of us and a fucking cart, uh, so I'll just be like, uh, I need something easy for a large group. I'm stuck with three others. Oh, yeah, we always got some small stuff, you know. Uh, we got 
the normal stuff, uh, some contraband you probably fit on your cart. Uh, we also got a pretty big one if you want. There's a there's a whole cart that uh, someone came in, brought it in, and wanted us to take up to Rose Lake and leave it there for someone to pick up. Hmm. Yeah, another cart would be helpful. Now, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what's in the cart, so uh, they paid me a lot of money not to ask any questions and not to look, so uh, mm. I would know that discretion is uh, key in this situation, just letting you know on that. Well, my curiosity may get the better of me. Yeah, of course we have some animals. We've got a couple pets people want to smuggle up there and sell. You know, just all sorts of stuff you come out of the swamp. The place is crazy. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say, uh, I'll take the mystery cart. And... Uh, I'll, uh, Perhaps some small carry-ons. I'll, uh, I'll have some, I'll have a buoy go out there and uh, park it next to your cart and load your cart up with some some stuff, you know. And uh, when you get get to Rose Lake, I'll I'll have my guy come find you, okay? It was a pleasure, and I'll shake his hand. Uh, as you're shaking his hand, he's like, also. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but that uh, Catman you came in with, he's a that's a bounty hunter guy. That's uh, him and us sometimes don't get along so much. I don't know why I'm getting more and more Western, but <laughs> this is how it goes. Uh, I'll just say, um, yeah, but Alejandro is the uh, best I have. Trust your judgment, but uh, you know, just know those guys usually in it for the money, just like us. And if it comes down that someone's looking for a smuggler who smuggled something somewhere it wasn't supposed to be, caused something, you know, to happen, someone to die, that's usually who comes calling. I, after he does that, I look over and I'm like, <laughs> He just nods, nods approvingly. <laughs> we literally could like communicate through fucking hisses. Owls. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I just kind of like nod my head to the both of them and then just walk away. Okay, they like go back and sit back down. Um, yeah, I'm going to go check out our room real quick. Yeah, you can head up to the room. You head up <clears throat> room 107. You open the door. It's two bunk beds. And uh, are you looking for anything particular? You're just checking it out. Um, I will. Um, just like a brief. Like I'm not gonna get into detail, but just like a brief kind of like brisking of the room, I guess. Like obvious spots where I don't know where I might, you know, find somebody hiding. Or uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll me. Whatever kind of thing. Eighteen. Yeah, uh, you don't find much. It's like some leftover, like a leftover dagger someone left, and uh, there's a window to the outside, you look out and you see, there's a pretty nice view of the, the rest of the town, it's like nighttime now, and the lanterns are all lit up and kind of floating around the city 
Yeah, he'll, uh... He'll, he'll pocket that dagger. Is that just a regular dagger? Yeah, just a normal dagger. Okay. Actually, it's an artifact lo No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lucky you! Um... You go, uh, back down and join these guys at that giant buffet. You've seen this buffet plenty of times before. You see, uh... Boot and Oog just chowing down and Ollie's kind of meandering around at the bar and stuff. So, uh, if anyone wants to do anything, just let me know now. Or talk to each other or whatever you want to do. I'm, uh, just at the bar. Talking to the bartender. And, uh, I ask them if they have, uh, any Red Rise rum from the Northern Sea. Uh, it's like a dwarf guy. He's like... <laughs> Uh, also, canonically, dwarfs are all Canadian to me now, so he goes, Oh, Red Rise Rum, eh? Uh, yeah, we got plenty of that. That's uh, that's some top-notch stuff there. Uh, how much? Yeah. Uh, you want, you want like, a little fill-up? You want a glass of it? How uh, you want? Uh, how can I get it for you? Yeah, hey, I'll just take a glass on ice, amigo. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, pulls out a... Like a it's a glass glass, but it's, like, shaved and, like, it's kind of it looks like a gem, like a rock out of glass, because it's not like flat and perfect. And he uh, pours rum into it, and when you pick up the glass, it's like cold to the touch, and it's like enchanted to keep your drink cold. And he pours some in there, and he's like, "Yeah, you want to start a tab? You want to close her out, or uh, how you want to take care of that?" Uh, I, I say we start a tab. Oh, I'd be here for a little bit. Absolutely. What? Uh, what's the name on that? Uh, that'll be Alejandro. Alright, uh, perfect, uh, Alejandro. You got it, buddy. And he, like, uh, moves to the next person. Yeah, and I'm just gonna enjoy it for a bit, and then, uh, I was, I'll ask him a few questions in a bit, but we can just hop around. Okay. I'm enjoying this rum, uh, though. I'll just sit down and eat, I guess. With what the rest is, of the boys. What's the steak man's favorite? food um also since we didn't do it in episode one Nate. everyone uh let's just take turns uh describing our characters and what they look like now i totally forgotten that i listened to the first episode and i'm like oh we didn't describe uh, didn't. no <laughs> and in episode zero we didn't either so uh what does azul look like um, he actually looks like a pretty handsome guy, so anyone who doesn't know, the Wan-Ti purebloods aren't, like, full snake people, they just have, like, kind of snake features, so he still looks humanoid, um, but he does have, like, little, he has yellow slit eyes that are kind of like a snake, um, but he's got pale skin, that's kind of scaly, and, you know, like, in his hands and feet and that kind of stuff, um, but then he's just got, like, short, black, slicked back hair, um, and he also, like the other one, T Pure Bloods, doesn't have a tongue. He has a, like a snake tongue, a Jacobson organ or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and he yeah, just wears like a, a snake uh, jaw. Yeah. That's how easy. If he, he, if he gets hold, mad, unhinges he his can, jaw. Yeah. This guy's I, terrifying. Yeah, he can he can unhinge his jaw a little more like a snake and open it really wide. He just shoot like when he talks, he doesn't. Um, looks a lot more humanoid, but um. Yeah, he's got fangs like a snake, obviously, if he opens his mouth. But um, he just wears a like an olive green. Uh, it's not really a trench coat, but like a like a duster, like an officer's coat, not a duster, like an officer's coat maybe. Are we all it's just in like, dusters? 
It's got some nice pauldrons and a like nice little like collar and everything. He's pretty. He looks pretty well put together. Um, yeah. And he has. He also has a a snake dagger on his belt. Um. Yeah. Other than that, he. I mean, he look. He's in his thirties. He just looks like a average aged guy. Um. But yeah, pretty well kept. You know, well kept hair and uh, you know his his suit's in pretty good shape and everything. Nice. Uh, Alejandro, what does Alejandro look like? Um, I am a uh, gray-haired tabaxi, basically. So I am all gray, and then I have like black stripes on my back, so almost like a gray-black tabby in a way. Um, I do have like trousers, I would say, on that kind of match my duster and stuff. Um, it is a slick. Uh, red color with black stripes for the trousers and then my duster is mainly black with a couple like little red streaks um, going up on the sides and then it does look like it kind of has shoulder pads but that's because my duster is also my leather armor um, and so it has like these like kind of spiky shoulder pads um, then of course I just have some straight black uh, like long gloves on almost like uh, can't think of what kind of gloves there maybe like buccaneer gloves yeah they like come up to his elbow basically some and uh gloves. yeah some swashbuckling gloves i'd say and then boots as well um gotta have tactical boots on dude <laughs> and then he just has like a big big buccaneer hat um or like almost it's not really a pirate hat but it's like more of i would say it's more of like a, a ranger hat in a way. Okay. Um, but yeah, then he just has uh, shit, what color were his eyes? Oh yeah, just bright blue eyes. Um, and then he is six one. He's really tall. Um, and he is only about a hundred and twenty pounds though. He's very, very uh, skinny, but that's where he makes up for in the dexterous stuff. Hopefully. We shall see. How about, uh, Ugras? What do you look like? Uh, so, Ugras, um, he is like six and a half feet tall, pretty wide. He looks like almost like a, just under like a full grown, like, half orc, probably. Um, he has like a round head. Um, I don't know, high cheekbones, kind of bulbous eyes, uh, that aren't quite, like, symmetrical, like, one's higher than the other. Oh, God. Yeah, sharp teeth. Uh, he's wearing, like, Hulk shorts, you know, like Hulk smash. Naturally. Yeah, some, like, some breeches that are pushed to the, the edge. Um, and a chain shirt. And then he carries around the halberd that he kind of uses like a walking staff when he's not fighting. Nice. Um, green skin, uh, black hair, um, and his hair is like very poorly maintained. It's very dirty. He just pulls it all back and... and 
they're kind of like, I guess, like dreads that he just pushes back over his shoulder. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, and he has a, a, a just a shit ton of piercings in his ears. Nice. Nice. All right, uh, Boot. What does Boot look like? All right, I'm, I'm green. I'm about three foot tall, maybe a little less. Um, my arms, they're really skinny. My legs, really skinny. I got, I got a, I got a leather armor on. It's, it's got, I got a leather cap on. Nothing too crazy. Um, carrying around a dagger all the time. <clears throat> and, and I'm always clutching my boot. Gotta keep my boot close. Um, close your boot closer. That's what I say. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm um, not many people call me ugly. Many call me cute. You know, he's he's adorable. <clears throat> Everybody just just loves him, right? Can't just be scared of goblins all the time. That's right. He's really breaking the mold here. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Um. Some people have said I'm hideously ugly. Some, you know, cute. You know, they're close. Um, Somewhere I have, between uh, those two things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess really depends on how attractive you find goblins. You know. That's fair. I feel like that—that's most of D and D. Like beauty <laughs> is in the eye of the beholder. I, I'm guessing, like, you know, bugbears got... don't think elves look cute. Roman wasn't in the top one. You know. Well, bro, um, like, that's because he was a guy. That's right, a man. man. That's right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Broman wasn't a goblin. Yeah, he was just a normal dude. He was a normal everyday dude. I've got mouthful of teeth, big mouth. Goblin's got some big chompers. I got big giant pointy ears. Um, pretty stereotypical for a goblin. I guess I'm a little shorter than normal. Um, besides having my boot all the time, can't really say I'm anything worse than all the other ones. Did you say you wear clothes? I've got leather armor on, yes, yes. Okay. Is that okay. conclusions? Hey, good on you, man. Um, since, since I, uh, kind of got hand-me-down not long ago, they kind of, it's just, just a chess piece. Oh. Just, it's just someone else's chess piece. It's <laughs> Another really goblin wiener. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little long on me. Tall. Oh, I thought you made your you said that. <laughs> it's a little long. Okay. It's, it's a little, little long. long. Yeah. A little spaghetti hanging on down there. It's funny because that's how Broman was too. Yeah. He just had a lab coat. <laughs> and his fucking butt cheeks were always hanging out shit. Hey, so. you're lucky. All my family, we didn't wear nothing. That's what I'm saying. They tried making me wear <laughs> pants. Hell no. That's some bullshit. You guys. <laughs> so, uh, we'll jump back in. You guys uh, are all hanging out downstairs. JoJo's upstairs having a drink at the bar. You three are downstairs eating food. So, you guys just tell me what you want to do and we'll do it. I need to get some weapons. So, I need to go talk to somebody see if anybody's got some weapons. Well, 
so it takes me five minutes for my first set of plates, and then I go up and make a scene and do it again. And after that five minutes, I'm going to start demanding people arm wrestle me one at a time, <laughs> moving my way through the room unless someone stops me. A lot of people, a lot of, you go up to the first guy, you're, okay, you go up to the first guy. So. You give me arm wrestle. He's like, now. eating and he's like, uh, no. I, I don't want to <laughs> do that. Coward. I am victorious! <laughs> and I go to the next one. You, okay, I'll just save you the time. You go through all this entire diner, <laughs> everyone's trying to eat their food, you scream at them to arm wrestle, and then when they decline you, you scream declaring victory. And you get to the last person, and uh, they decline you, and you have now beat every single person in this place at arm I'm going to go to the foot of the stairs and start flexing like uncontrollably <laughs> and like yelling like you know like a, a big victorious snarl um I am unbeatable no. Ugrath is the strongest you are coward pans and back to I'm everyone gonna... eating and then, like two people look up but it just like continue everyone just continues eating <laughs> And then I'm gonna store my way upstairs. Alright, uh... You get upstairs and you see there is just an arm wrestling competition up there. <laughs> that you could join if you'd like. Uh, repeat the scene from the buffet where everything goes dark. And <laughs> it zooms out and I see everyone arm wrestling and... You know, the you same old, same old. Seems like a big buff dude. Again. Fucking... This is the best place this is my favorite place and then i'm gonna go over and try to get in on that arm wrestling uh there's a couple guys like standing around like betting on the arm wrestling and there's like two or three guys like got their sleeves rolled up like waiting to join in and uh it's just like loser has to get up and then the winner takes on the next one and then the loser gets up winner takes so like after a couple rounds there's a human guy and he beats the dwarf guy and then another human guy beats him and then he keeps the table after beating an elf guy and then you sit down next to, across from this human guy and he's like oh big big boy huh big boy think you're tough huh defeated I uh I hear you're uh, real successful downstairs <laughs> they were all cowards yeah, absolutely. Come uh, face me. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and give me just an athletics roll. And I'll do his at disadvantage since he's already rolled twice. Or, yeah, been through two people. So, 17. And you got a 24. 24. So, yeah, you handily just beat this guy. And uh, give me just a constitution save. Let's see how long you keep the table. See how All long you right. can keep it up. Oh, oh, God, full luck, baby. I'm at the Not bar and I can see this. <laughs> sure, reroll it. Total of eight, huh? You, Jojo's, uh, Ali had full luck, baby. At, at the bar, <laughs> and he sees you full luck. struggling. God, uh, 11. 11. Okay. Not much better. You really put your all into that first match. And you just whooped that guy. But then another guy comes, and you put your all into that match, and he takes a lot out of you. It's a really, but you win that one. And then the third guy comes, 
and it's uh, Loxodon, an elephant man. And he, after putting up a valiant effort, you're just too tired, and you get beat by him. You only won because you are fat. <laughs> I already beat everyone downstairs. Very tired. <laughs> He's like, a win's a win, man. A win's a win, huh? You're back in line. Maybe you try again later. Can't hear you. And I walk away. I said you... I, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what, what's everyone else doing? <laughs> Uh, I'll I'm be closing. Sitting back in grass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be closing out my tab at the bar. Yeah, we'll say you had a couple more. Did anyone? Yeah. Did you let anyone else drink on your tab? Uh, I don't know if anybody else up there was I getting did. drinks on my tab. Okay, I yeah. If, if if Zazul comes up, I'll get him a drink before I close the tab out. I had some red rice rum on the rocks. What about uh, Boot? Did you have anything to drink? No, no. So, uh, you guys are watching Ugras, and... What time is it? Uh, it's, like, early night, like, 8 or 9, 9 or 10-ish, you know? After all this has happened, so... Yeah, uh, you guys would be able to point Boot over to, like... They don't really have, like, vendors, they don't have a blacksmith here or anything like that. They basically just have guys that can, like, hook you up with what you need. So they have, like, a weapons dude. That's I need like, a dude who's yeah, a weapons dude. He's like in the booth, in one of the booths, and he's got a couple, like, goons hanging out at his table. And Zazul, you could be like, uh, you would be able to know who it is and point him there. So if Boot wants to go up there, if anyone wants to go with him, we could do that. Yeah, I'd go with him, I guess. If I know the guy. Uh, Boot, you walk up to the table, and it's just a, uh, just an elf dude. Uh, his name is Aridin. And he's just kind of kicked back. He's got a little drink. There's like a band playing around these booth tables, but it's like smooth. It's like smooth, jazzy music. And uh, he's just kind of kicked back and notices you walk up. One of his henchmen is like a half orc, kind of like stands up. He's got like leather armor on. All right, Elfie. I need some weapons. Whoa, you got anything whoa, whoa, good? Whoa, whoa, Back up, first of all. Back up. Elfie's not gonna work. Hmm. Elf. 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 Um. I got nothing else that rhymes well. Elodin. Sorry. Elodin is what you can call I was him. close. Or sir, if you'd like. Um. Elfie sounded good, though. Yeah, but I don't like it, so... Sorry. So picky up here. Uh, what can I do with you, uh, goblin man? You can call me goblin -y. I don't care. No, that's... Don't gotta get so sensitive. No, that... You and your you know, height. So tall. What? That's... So jealous. Weird to bring into <laughs> what do you need? I need a crossbow. A crossbow? Just a normal... Everyday crossbow, huh? Yeah, maybe a spear. Mm -hmm, yeah, I could mm -hmm. do both of those. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, do you got any small axes? Like a hand axe? I mean, it would be like a like an arm axe for you, but a hand axe for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about a sword, too? Uh, 
Yeah. Got some swords. Uh, what kind? What kind of sword would you like? Uh, just a big, a big sword, a little sword. I mean, it's all kind of relative, cause I, I mean, goblin, obviously. But uh. What know. do you have? How about instead of me asking what you have, you I have tell me everything. What you have. That's why I asked you what you needed. Well, this is just difficult. I'm not good at decisions, you know. Why did you come over here then? God, you're just so snappy today. Zazul, Jesus. Zazul, is this your guy? Is this your boy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, we are new friends. He's a. Uh, not really. Uh, not really been around, around these kind of people. Perhaps you could just tell me what you need. And I could bargain. Huh? Why has he got to be an elf? I can't buy anything. This is just it's too... He's just too pretty. This is unfair. I mean, uh... You, I, you, you gotta buy something now. You've wasted far too much of my time to not, not purchase anything now. You, you just it just looks like your merchandise isn't what I need. I just I just don't know. You see his if... other his other goons like this big burly human guy like stands up and he's like, "Oh, I have something that you need." So, you I mean, just something. Just something is going to is going to get purchased now. Right. Where's your crossbows at? How many crossbows you got? I can I can get you as many crossbows as you need. I mean, how many? What crossbows kind of do you place need? is this? What are you talking? You got just weapons everywhere. Yeah, that's like the that's like my thing. I'm the weapon guy. I'm a guy with weapons, dog. All right, I'll get a crossbow. It's bolts. Uh, hand a hand crossbow, heavy regular crossbow, heavy crossbow. Just a small crossbow, please. Okay, yeah, that's uh 25, 25 gold. And for for that, I'll throw in twenty bolts as well. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, he hands you a light crossbow and twenty bolts. Or he he goes, I'll uh I'll have my guys put it on your cart, Zazul. The normal Oreo and Jim still pulling that thing. Yes. Yeah, I thought I saw <clears> him <throat> pull in. Yeah, we'll have it on your cart. It'll be ready for you. I uh. I'm gonna pull out the dagger I found in the hotel room, okay. <laughs> or the in room, and I'll I'll just be like, uh, perhaps you could uh, use this. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, are you trying to sell this to me? Uh, I'll I'll just say, uh, <laughs> no, just as a gift and uh, an apology for my friend, and I'll just give it to him. Uh, the uh, henchman grabs it from you and hands it to him. And the other one, like, he, like, nods to him and they kind of lighten their grip on their maces. And one has a mace and one has, like, a great club. And they're, like, they, like, lighten their grip a little bit. And he kind of nods. He's like, is there, uh, anything else I can get you guys? You, uh, sure you don't need some, some spears or swords or perhaps more crossbows? I don't know. 
Um, I'm good. No. I'm good. I. No. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, appreciate the business, honestly. That's very nice of you. That's all I needed. anyone wants to do before we head head up to the room for the night? Nope. Uh, actually... I want Ollie juice! Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll say uh, Alejandro was just uh, kind of distracted, you know? He's just looking at all the gambling tables. Yep. He's not gonna go play, because, uh, there's other reasons for that, but um, he he just kind of sitting there, you know, a little zoned out, just like reminiscing, and then all of a sudden he hears, "I want Ollie Juice!" from behind him. He's just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and then, uh, I'll just pull out my flask, take a nice long swig of it, feeling feeling good for the night, and I'll go find Ugras so he doesn't throw a rampage looking for Ollie Juice. Oh, oh. Jojo, go ahead and make me a perception check as you're just kind of wandering through this place. Uh, you hear a lot of, like, people talking about, you know, who's taking what jobs and all that, and you hear one kind of piques your interest and uh, a guy goes, uh, yeah, I heard there was a some dude came in here with some ramshackle, like, cage cart, uh, and, I mean, they let him take, they let him take that dragon, uh, through the pass, and he just left, like, last, last night, so, I mean, it didn't look like that cage could hold a dragon, so, I don't know, uh, we'll see if he comes out the other side, I suppose, we'll hear of it. Just in passing, you hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I would just take note of it, okay. and uh, proceed back to find the others. Okay. You guys, uh, I'll get back together, and Zezu will lead you guys up to your uh, double bunk bedroom. You guys, uh, go ahead and take a nice sleep, nice long rest, if anyone's hurting or anything like that. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Just need them uh, spell slots. I will uh, mention something to Zezul about the uh, conversation I overheard about somebody say? taking a dragon. Um, hmm. Uh, as we're walking into the room, I just stop him in the hall. I'll say, and I'll just be like, "Hey, Zezul." I overheard some, uh, some, uh, pendejos down there talking about a dragon that they were taking through some pass. Something in a cage. Ah, good. Something to distract from us. Uh, Zazul, you would know that there is, like, two ways to get through the mountains. There's the just normal Squall's End pass way. Or, I guess, 
called a gate. People refer to that as the gate. And when people say through the pass, there is like a really dangerous mountain pass that people take stuff through the mountains so that they don't got to go through Squall's End. Oh, okay. So you would know that that's the pass they're referring to. Yeah. Um, in that case, I'll just say, uh, instead, I will say, uh, well, I'm hoping we don't have to go that route. It would be rather long. I just nod a little, and then I'm just going to go kick it on uh, a top bunk somewhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, what time does everyone wake up in the morning? This is always a fun question to ask. Tells you a lot about your character. Um, I don't know, maybe seven o'clock. Yeah, I'd say uh, Alejandro's up really early. Got the mid-morning zoomies, so he just heads downstairs, drinking his flask. And he might go sit in at a game. He well, might just sit. There's like a there's a couple games going. People probably you would guess still up from the night before. Ugras uh, stays up kind of late. Yeah. Um, because he likes looking at the moon. He thinks it's pretty. So he uh would stay up and watch it, and then go to sleep at like one or two in the morning, and then wake up probably about eight or nine, probably closer to nine. So you guys uh, get up. Boots, uh, early early riser. A bunch of early risers love to see it, honestly. Uh, you guys get up and you gotta. You guys head downstairs and they have instead of the normal buffet at the bottom, they have the continental breakfast is free, and it's just like uh, just a bunch of fruit and eggs and potatoes and vegetables of sorts. It's very bare bones. And you guys have a nice little breakfast and go to get your cart. And it's the uh, same kid as the night before. And he looks like he's like falling asleep at the podium. Oh, uh, hi, Mr. Zazul. Uh, oh, leaving pretty early today, huh? Uh, I'll just say, um, yes. Important business. To attend. I, uh, I'll go. Yeah, he like jog, jogs off, and a few minutes later comes comes around with a a, a cart that is your guys's and a cart that is not. And the cart that's not is like a, a covered cart. It's got like a a bunch of hides over the top of it, and it's like just got a bunch of boxes in the back. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, just. Doubling up, I see. Uh, Son, Son sent me a, a note that said you would take this one off his hands. Uh, yes, that will be all. I kind of give him like a like getaway look when I say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have a good day. Uh, the other one's pulled by a like ox, like a big ox. Nice. I walk up to the ox and roll animal handling and yeah, try and pet him. Sure, yeah. You can try. Fuck. Uh, Seven. He 
Uh, bites that one? It, no. No, <laughs> he, it's not. He, like, bites your hand, but it's, like, uh, this ox has, like, four horns. It's, like, a fantasy ox. And as he bites your hand, you realize he has no teeth, and it's just, like, a big fucking gummy. Nasty. Handy, like, nasty, sloppy, drooly. Oh, I hiss at him. <laughs> and he bites my head. <laughs> I grab my weapon with both of my hands and I growl at it. <laughs> he just kind of looks at you. Real derpy. Tongue just hanging out. My Zalzu! So who's driving the ox cart? Um... Probably not me, honestly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Alejandro and be like, uh, "You will need to drive." And I'll like look at the ox cart. Okay. I don't think I'm uh, yeah. big enough. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how this will go, amigo. This does not seem right. I and don't like I'll, that thing. And then I'll be like, "Perhaps you should give me your flask." <laughs> and I, I just I just drop my shoulders in my head and then I'll pull my flask out and hand it to him and uh, I'll just say uh, consider this the debt that I owe you then for driving this cart since you saved me back there uh, that doesn't quite seem like an even trade, but okay. <laughs> I, all right, amigo, you, you push a hard bargain. I'll do another thing for you. It'll be fair, then. Fair, I tell you. <laughs> and I get onto the, the cart dramatically. It's <laughs> just, oh, no, wrong. <laughs> Eagle, <I'm laughs> not uh... No, but we crossed. <laughs> Ugrak, you can ride with me. You have all the juice. I'll, uh, I'll pull the flask out and kind of shake it a little bit. Oh, me ride with Zazul. <laughs> I'm just in the background behind Ufa. Just, just zooms <laughs> in on you. You just have one single tear. Just goes down your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not. I do not do well with prolong, uh, prolonged, prolonged times without my alcohol. <laughs> no, no, he's just had that Ugras. Is leaving him alone for once. <laughs> Ugras can. He's think really that just. Sad. He's just sad that Ugras chose Zazul over him. Uh. Yeah, I always knew it. It was the Ollie juice keeping him around. <laughs> Boot, you look in the back of your cart, there's a crossbow with some bolts there. Oh, Jesus. Looks pretty, looks pretty good. Looks. What is this thing? This is so tiny. Hey, Boot. What's up? What's up? <laughs> is this yours, amigo? He's just holding up a little <sighs> goblin-sized crossbow. Man, this thing's huge. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have something a little smaller? Oh, I think this is the smallest they come, man. He said it was a hand crossbow. This is freaking huge. <laughs> have you ever used one of these? Have you seen my hands? 
Mm-hmm. No, no, I haven't. Not yet. Tonight, though. Guess it's practicing. Just, uh, don't shoot the ox, you hear? You Go see, faster. I did. I. Not worried about how fast we go, amigo. Small <laughs> <laughs> for you. And uh, I, I, I will just say, Alejandro has cart driving experience, but doesn't. Like his cart driving experience is very uh, dicey situations. Sure. <laughs> and yeah, he he was used to growing up with uh, like under his godmother and stuff. He would have a cart that they would ride in. So he was never like the one having to drive. So this is this is gonna be kind of a new experience for him with something this big pulling it. So you guys uh, are... I'll look over before we take off and I'll say, uh Don't wreck that. We stand to make <laughs> a pretty penny if it gets there in one piece. Yeah, uh, I can't make any promises, but I don't think I want to be wrecking it either. Pretty peace. Yeah. Yes, grass. <laughs> and then I'll just give him the flask when he says, when he says that. <laughs> I open it and happily take a drink from it. Yeah, you can. And then his... I give it back. Oh yeah, you can drink. Good the man. whole time, Good man. the whole time, Ollie's just sitting back there sweating. He knows it's endless, but he doesn't know how endless it could be. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So Ali knows that there's other ways to activate it too, to do things, so he's like... Mm. <laughs> you guys head out, head north out of uh, Kelb, towards Squall's End. There's a road, and it's kind of like prairie-ish here. There's some stands of trees every now and then. And you're kind of coming up to the base of the mountain. It's like a day and a half trip, trip to Squall's End. So, uh, whoever's driving the lead cart can give me just a flat D twenty roll. Probably Zazu. Pretty mountain, big rocks. Thirteen. So, uh, thirteen. Yeah, you uh, make it through the day, and you're passing. It's a, it's actually a pretty busy road. Like you're passing other carts and. Uh, you can see there's like a, once you get to a flat spot, you can see there's like a cart, a couple, a few miles ahead of you and a few miles behind. And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, take the night and camp out, pull off to the side of the road. Or, uh, are you going straight through? Um, I want to look for, uh... I mean, I guess I don't know if they'd be gathering up at Squall's End or in Kelb, but, uh, like a group of, like a caravan to go through base with, basically. Yeah, you guys could, like, get into a caravan of people at, like, Kelb. And yeah. Then, like, yeah, you could, there's, like, four or five other carts. It's mostly humans, and there's, like, probably six, seven humans, and they're all just, each one's driving a cart, a couple are walking next to it. They look like they got just... Boxes and barrels and crates of shit going up there. If you guys want to be with them, you can. 
the uh, guy leading the caravan, when you walk up to him, he's like, Oh, hey, you guys looking for a caravan to go up to Squall's End? We're heading up that way. Uh, yes. We are in need of protection. Yeah, it's uh, always always better to go in as a group, you know, and uh, honestly, uh, yeah, we could use a couple more people on our on our end, and, and too. Uh, we're not really fighters, so uh, we couldn't really help you in that. That I mean, we can fight, but uh, obviously, I I don't want to. When uh, he when uh, Zazul mentions protection, Ugras sticks his head out to see what's going on. He says, uh, "Ugras, protect you, protect everyone." Oh, uh, yeah, that's that dude seems like he's good at what he does. I'd like to have him in the caravan. That'd be kind of fun. I'm uh, I'm Mike. My name's Michael. Michael Hunt. I go back in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just kind of, I'll, uh, I'll shake his hand and say, um, can I tell if he's like a merchant or is he just like a... Uh, you feel like this is a merchant. Common guy. guy. This yeah, is like I'll, I'll say to him. Uh, yeah, I'll shake his hand and say, uh, us merchants need to stick together. And I'll roll deception. Okay. 22. He's like, yeah, what do you sell? Uh, we sell curiosities. Oh, that's kind of fun. Can I see some? Uh, yes. I'll pull the museum apparatus out of my bag. And I'll say, uh, just odds and ends, really. Uh, I don't think I would ever buy that. I'd I don't really know what that is. It looks kind of cool, though. Yes. Yeah, but so, don't uh, fret. Uh, we will not cause any Alright, yeah. That's, uh, that's cool. Yeah, we're cool, man. Uh, whatever you gotta do, uh, we'll just probably, probably be like a two-day, uh, two-day track. Uh, We'll sleep, sleep at overnight, and probably get there by the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah, if everything goes good. Perfect. So you guys uh, head out onto the road. Now you're moving a little. You're going a little slower because you gotta kind of keep up with the people who are walking with them. And uh, you come up to. Uh, a fork in the road about halfway down and uh, the right side goes straight straight into the mountains and the left side doesn't and he's like yeah we'll uh, camp here camp here at the Y uh, we'll make camp here and I'll go me and my man here uh, Jim Jim Bob and uh, we'll uh, go uh, get some food rustle up some grub huh and he like pulls a crossbow out of his out of his wagon and another guy pulls a bow out of his wagon and they just kind of start heading off as the other six five or six guys like rally their carts around in a circle and start building up a camp 
I'm walking. Uh, Ugras is walking around the perimeter like a, a guard dog. Yeah, Ugras, make me perception. Oh, yeah. It's like early night, so it's like... Fifteen. It's like five or six again, like early, late afternoon, I should say, four or five. And uh, Ugras, you see some people are just kind of going down the road. You guys, like, went into the middle of the Y and set up your camp. Uh, Zazul, you would know that this is, like, the point where you either go to that mountain pass or go to Squall's End. And uh, that's why they call it, they just call it the Y. It's just like the unofficial name. Uh, Ugrass, you just see like people kind of trekking past you. They just kind of wave to you, and you see like there's birds flying around. There's like a set of tree, a stand of trees behind you guys, like farther into the Y. But it's not many. You could probably see the other side. It's not too dense. But other than that, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. Uh, what's everyone doing as we bed down for the night uh, with our caravan? Uh, whenever we, like, park the wagons and stuff, before Zazul can, like, relax or anything, I'm just, like, right behind him at his shoulder. And I'm just like, hey, I, uh, I need that flask right about now. I'll give it to him. I mean, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he waited this long. I'll just say, uh, I'm surprised you waited this long. Hey, I've seen too many cars wrecked by somebody that was driving drunk. I've had to stop a couple, too. It's not fun. And then I just take the flask and... I'll take a scurry off. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you'll take a swig and then I just grab it and just start chugging that shit. I'm just gulping. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> and then I just go back down behind the cart and disappear. After, just gonna uh, go enjoy this. After probably 45 minutes to an hour, the two uh, hunter guys come back, and uh, Ugras would be the first to see. They have like some like skinned out meat, like legs, front quarters, and hind quarters from a deer of some kind, and they're just kind of hoofing it back. And they stop at Ugras, and they're just like, uh, Mike. Mike goes, uh, "Hey, uh, Ugras, right?" Ugras! Yeah, you're the protection guy, right? Uh, Ugras, protect! Yeah. You might want to make sure you watch this way uh, plenty tonight, because uh, a little ways down that road, a few miles, there's there was a broken down cart, and looked like there was a cage on top that something got out of. I don't know. It looked pretty big. and uh there might be something down that way. I'm not going. We're, we didn't go too far, but we're definitely watching that. We'll watch that way. Ugras, protect. All right. Love it, man. Love it. And he, like, walks past you, and they start cutting off some meat and roasting it over the fire. I'm just, like, staring in that direction, like, holding my halberd. Like, it's the most focused, like, anyone will see Ugras making sure nothing comes from that direction like a yeah. good boy uh did me or alejandro overhear that i don't know how like how close we are in this camp but uh probably not but you would see like ugras just stare stops like he was like wandering around the outskirts of the camp and now he's just stopped and he's staring in one direction you would definitely notice that yeah tense almost as if he's like expecting to fight 
or like he might run off in that direction to be honest hearing that there's something really big over there that they might need him to protect them from he he's about to go try to hunt this motherfucker I guess it could maybe seem out of the ordinary that Ugras just becomes so, like, focused. Yeah, he did say he was, like, kind of just meandering around camp. Yeah, and I guess, like, whenever we are camping, he just meanders around. Yeah. Yeah, you'd too. see me doing rounds, like, every 20 minutes, at least. Yeah, he's more like a, yeah, like, walking around active guard, and now he's, like, yeah, this is You haven't seen him in a little while. Yeah. Um, I kind of... I'm just sitting there by, like, a little fire that somebody made, just kind of, like, sprawled out. And I'll just kind of, like, see that, and then I'll kind of, like, not side or, like, give a Zezul a little side-eye, or, like, just a look, see if he, like, noticed. Yeah, yeah he did, too. Okay. I'll just, uh, hop up and kind of, like, wander over there. And, uh, just be like, hey, Ugras. I got something for you, amigo. Juice? No, no, not juice. Not right now. Oh. <laughs> and I pull out a little, it's like a napkin that's in a ball. Yep. And then I open my hand and it just unsprouts and there's a couple pieces of crab and some other things from the buffet. Nice. Ah, I'll just take it very gently. <laughs> And I, I look yeah. at it, and then I shove it in my mouth. Napkin and all? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. It, it was it was a flower napkin, so it looks it at least looked like food. So. Grab yeah. it. Why'd you become so focused over this way, amigo? And I'll just kind of ponder off that way. Man say monster And I'll point in that direction. Tell Ugras protect Ugras go go find monster Oh no no I think uh Ugras stays here and uh, lets monster come. Yes Ali come no. <laughs> zow, zow, zow. <laughs> Where boot? Boot already go? Uh, actually, amigo, I have not seen boot in a bit. <gasps> what have you been doing? He's, he I'm starts walking <laughs> towards the forest, like creeping almost kind of to the side. Like, not slyly at all, but, like, he's trying to be sly. <laughs> I'll just, I'll have to bribe him. I'll just be like, hey, uh, Who's in I'll, danger? I give you a sip of Ollie juice if you stay right here. Ollie juice? <laughs> Stop moving. Stands up. Yes, yes, see? And just jiggle the flask a little bit. My head follows the flask. Give you a little tip of a uh, sip, and then uh, I'll be like, I'll, I'll be right back, amigo. And skirt, not, not scurry, but move back into the village. Yep. Not village. As, 
camping area. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you move back into the shadows a little bit, I immediately turn back around and, and brandish my halberd, and, and I'm back at intense watching. What has uh, Boot been doing this whole time? I'm still on the cart. Yep. And I'm uh, practicing with the crossbow. Yeah, it's, it's, Polishing uh, my boot. It's a little hard to draw back than you uh, thought it was going to be, but you, you can get it. And I'm just using it and loading one of the bolts in and practicing shooting the, the, the back of the cart. And uh, as the night goes on, uh, you guys hear these guys are just kind of around the campfire and they're telling each other stories and fairy tales, folk tales about giants and dragons and dungeons and all that stuff. Uh, uh, you hear one that uh, is about the mountain next to you. So you guys hear him like regaling each other with a tale about the mountain, Heaven Spear. You guys all know Heaven Spear is the giant mountain. No one can, has ever seen the top, according to legend. So everyone likes to make up their own story of what up, what's up there. Some think it's the gods. Some think it's giants ready to come down and attack the world. Some think it's a dragon, an ancient dragon. And uh, no one really knows. No one really knows. But everyone has their own theory. And uh, Jojo, uh, Ollie comes walking back into camp. And Zazuul's just kind of hanging out with these guys and just kind of eating some, eating some grub. Uh, you see Ollie come, Alejandro come back. I'll just, uh, sit down next to Zazul. Have a little bit of the meat. And, uh, I'll just say, Hey, uh, I guess your friend, uh, Michael, or whatever his name is, uh, thinks a monster is out there. Um, yeah, as as we'll say, uh, there's, I guess, because I didn't overhear the conversation, so there'd be nothing for me to think that it's that dragon, so I would just be like, uh, I'd just say, uh, yes, there's always monsters on the path less taken. Hey, that was a little scary, but, uh. I think we need to sleep lightly tonight. You guys are uh, t- talking a little bit, and uh, Alejandro, you uh, look over to where uh, Ugras was on guard, and he's not there. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't think we'll be getting much sleep now that I think of it, amigo. Uh, and then I'll... Yeah, you look over his shoulder, and you notice Ugras is gone as well. Yeah, I'm just pointing over to where we last seen Ugras, and it's just like in those shows where it's the little uh, dashed white line around where their silhouette was, yeah. and it's just blinking it's like, like they're bing, missing. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, it's a pretty dark night, right? Yeah, you all have dark vision, though. I think we established, I think every single person has dark vision. Dark vision gang. Dark yeah, vision we do. gang, get it trending. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, what do you, what does Azul and Alejandro do? Have you seen Boot? Um, 
No, I kind of just let those two do their own thing. I'm a little curious, so I'll see if Boot's even in the camp. Yeah, you uh, look around and find Boot just shooting. He's just burying arrows into the cart from across the bed of the cart. With his crossbow, he's just shooting it into the wood and goes over and pulls it out. Just learning how to use his crossbow, really. Which cart? Uh, the uh, Zazul's cart. Oh, I jumped in with uh, Alejandro. I was oh, in the back of that shitty cart. That that was like a covered one. It was just like full. So you would have just been sitting on the uh, oh, really? top of the tarp. Oh. oh, guess I'm shooting your cart. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like hurting the cart, but it's just like sticking in the wood. You just hear it every now and then. Okay, good. And then you just hear him. He, like, you just hear... Yeah, I I peek into the cart and see a couple little holes in the back of it. And I'm just like, oh dear. Uh, amigo, you should probably stop that. But uh, I think your friend Ugras is gone, or our friend. Who? Yes. Um. Well, I haven't seen him. Oh. Did he? Uh... I don't know. So he was with all the other people. What was he doing? Well, he was being a watchdog like he normally does. Now he's gone. Man, we we know not to do that. Hmm. We know. I don't think he know. <laughs> we go look for him. I can uh, see if I get lucky today, and we get our, my ferret to pop out of the boat. They're good at finding stuff. Yeah, ferrets uh, notoriously good tracking animal. They're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll just see Zazul kind of like walking over. Yeah, Zazul, you see uh, the goblin has sunk a couple crossbow bolts into the back of your cart. Nothing too bad, though. All good and fun. Looks like he knows how to use the crossbow, though. Alright, so I, uh, reach into my, uh, boot, see if I can get an animal. Okay. To help us find Ugras. Yeah, go ahead and, uh, roll, what is it, d10? Uh, I think it's d8, was it not? Yeah. Oh, shit, my screen turned off. Hang on, one second. D8. Yeah, you got the gray bag of tricks. Yeah. What's the what's the worst one you could get here? Boar? They're probably good at sniffing. These are all pretty. I don't good. know. If they're all okay. I guess there's a ferret, isn't there? There's a weasel. Weasel. Basically, that's basically what it a is. ferret. Alright, one D eight. Five. You got a panther. Cool. Oh, shit. So, yeah, you guys see him reach into the boot, pulls out a little, uh, looks like a ping pong ball sized, like, furry ball, and he throws it, and as it hits the ground, a full blown panther, uh, comes out and is, like, standing in front of you guys. Holy shit. <laughs> Amigo, you are such a mind trip. Do you know that? 
just all in a day's work. Let's let's find our pal before he dies. All right, Panther. I'll call you Panty today. Yeah, looks annoyingly at you. <laughs> he gets it. Um, looking for an orc, big tall guy, little dumb. Uh, you see, he like slinks off into the darkness. Are you guys following him? Yeah. While this has all happened, Ugras has just slowly been walking to the uh, edge of the clearing. That, yeah, the edge or of the, the clearing, um, because he thought he saw something in the shadows, and so he wanted to move and, and get a better look. And then he heard something rustling in the leaves, and so. But when he gets to the edge of the clearing hill, he stops and he he looks back towards the fire, um, because he he remembers <laughs> suddenly like, uh oh. Uh, Ugras, give me a perception check. All right. We have a 16. Uh, you see something like laying low to the ground, and it's like uh, a ways into the trees. Like the trees are still, you know, like a, a way, a mile thick or so, but they're not thick enough that you can't see the other side. So you see, like, there's a little bit of a clearing in the middle, and you see something is kind of, it's something fairly big and uh you see it just kind of laying down in the middle of this uh clearing or this stand of trees uh ugras like kind of like squints his eyes and 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 ducks his head a little bit low and sticks it forward to look and when he sees like he realizes what he's seeing he like he stomps his foot a couple times and and beats his beats his fist against his chest a couple times as if like uh reassuring himself and, and getting ready pumping himself up and uh he's going to slowly um but confidently walk into or through start walking through the uh path to the other side of the to the clearing. Yeah, it's not really like there's, there's no path. You're just like walking through the brush, basically. Oh yeah, he's just walking through the the thick of it. He don't. Uh, he doesn't care. You see, as you beat your chest and all that, it starts like moving really low to the ground, and starts like circling around you. And you guys get there. The other three get there just in time to see Ugras start beating his chest. You hear it and start. You just see him disappear into the woods basically you see him walk into the woods and uh that's where we're gonna end this session is ugras walking into the woods so uh Ooh. yeah go ahead and uh follow us on twitter and instagram and all that check out our website at rollfordamage.squarespace.com we have links to our affiliate programs there and all of our social medias so check that out use our codes and all that Uh, we're considering venturing into custom made dice so stay tuned for that we got some things things coming down the pipe yeah yeah find out and um, anything else anyone wants to add? I think that's it. 
Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Just like boot. Just like boot. Huh. I I have the beholder, right? I have the beholder. That's our saying for this week, everybody. Uh, yeah. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>